listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. It's Gamalite in front, heading up towards the corner. He's got the big guns firing now, Gamalite. Gamalite's the length in front of Bundaberg, who's under a lot of pressure. On the outside, Black Irish, then Almana and Thorlo Bell. He's in front. Can he do it, Gamalite? He's a length clear. Bundaberg on the outside, trying hard. Then Black Irish and Thorlo Bell's getting a split. He's a real Inter-Dominion champion, Gamalite. Two years in a row, Gamalite first. Yes, we're counting down to the Inner Dominion at Albion Park. It all gets underway on Friday week with the mile heats and then December 5, December 9 final, December 16. An historic Inner Dominion given it'll be the last ever series run at the famous Creek Circuit. And we're expecting the creek to go through maybe until 2026 and then we'll have a, a new home. Uh, ultimately at Norwell, halfway between Brisbane at the Gold Coast. But what a remarkable horse as Chris Barsby joins us. And he was the first standard breed in the country to win a million dollars, Chris. And as we heard, back-to-back into Dominions. And a great call, Wayne Wilson. Good morning. Yes, yeah, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. What a horse he was. Just so tough. Renowned for his toughness and his epic battles with one of the all-time greats of the sport in popular arm. And they clash from three-year-old uh, age right through until open class and they had some great battles inter dominions miracle miles other big races so he was an all-time legend gamelite and those battles with popular arm they're sort of folklore now so he was one of the true superstars of the sport at a really really important stage 179 starts he had chris for 94 wins and of course he was trained by leo o'connor who i don't remember yeah, I don't think he had too many horses, Steve. Bruce Clark was one of the regular drivers of Gamalite, so they were based uh, sort of Terangway. And, uh, yeah, just a remarkable record and just, you know, underlines the durability of the standard bred, that record that you just outlined. We're, we're not seeing it uh, a lot nowadays, horses racing as often and as hard as what uh, a horse like Gamalite did back in the day. So... We've certainly refined the breed and uh, we're breeding for speed rather than toughness. We've still got to be tough, no doubt about it, but it's come a long way since those days of Gamelite back in the uh, early 80s. Mm, he died in 2006. Of course, he was a handy sire as well, producing over 100 winners, including Generator, horse you'd remember mm. quite well. Shane Fraser. Kilmore Cup winner. There you go. Shane Fraser's yeah. with us. Shane, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Uh, your horse for the Inter-Dominion is Manila Playboy. He had a little workout yesterday between races at Albion Park. Were you satisfied with what you saw there yesterday? Yeah, no, he came through the work really well. I thought it was a good hit out. Quite a, uh, quite a slick last half and uh, off a mile and a half hit out. And yeah, they, they, he pulled up particularly well. I was really pleased. OK. Have you got any sort of times? What, what, what did they run yesterday with that workout? Um, I... 26-something down the back and home in 27-something. I'm not sure on the splits exactly, but basically a 54-hour cast. OK, so and he's come through well this morning? Yeah, he pulled up really well at the track. I was really happy with his heart rate recovery. And, yeah, he's, I let him out in a little paddock this morning. He was buffing, so, I mean, he's feeling well. OK, so he's obviously taken no harm from that Queensland Cup run. First up, chasing home Leap, the Fame series favourite, and they went unbelievable time track record. So he sounds like he's right on target. Yeah, I'm really happy with him. It's been a great prep. 
yeah, we've just got to keep him in this uh, this vein and form and hopefully we'll be in with a shot. Just uh, one moment, Shane. Uh, Chris Barsby, we've just lost him momentarily. We're talking about, the, as mentioned, the Intervenion Series, uh, which kicks off on December 1. You're back with us now, Chris. Yes, I am, Steve. So, uh, yeah, just talking about whether or not Manila Playboy will handle the four runs in a fortnight. So it's going to be very interesting to see. So, Shane, do you have any sort of reservations about the four runs in a fortnight? Uh, yeah, I've definitely got reservations, but we've just got to... That's why we... You know, we spelled him in preparation for this and he's had a real good build-up. So we're just going to have to give it our best shot and hopefully, you know, we can possibly get our points early in the heats and uh, scrape into the final, you know. That's the main game. And, uh, yeah, just try and get him to recover from these runs as, as best we can. I think he's in good order. Mm. So, you know, I, I don't think it'll be a problem to him as long as, you know, we can get him home and he stays on his feet and does all the little things right. We won't be doing too much with him between runs, obviously. All right. The way that the series is structured, so a mile, 2,100, 2,600, is that the way you would have hoped the series was sort of structured or does it sort of work against you, sort of building in distance as we get deeper into the series? Yeah, I think it'd be fine doing the mile first and just increasing it. I'm not really concerned. He's proven he can run, you know, over the longer journey and he's got good speed over a mile, so... He's pretty versatile. As long as he's fit and ready to go and he's healthy, you know, he'll handle whatever we have to do. All right. And if you don't have to clash with Leap to Fame, that's a bonus. Well, that'd be nice. But, yeah, I don't think <laughs> we're going to get that luxury. So, yeah, we've got to hope he draws bad and we draw good. Yeah. He's the horse to beat, isn't he? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think he's scared a few of the Southerners off. But, yeah, anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a task and a half. But he's an incredible animal. You know, we're just going... Like I say, hopefully he doesn't get the draws, and we do. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But for you to have a horse in an inner dominion, it's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, growing up as a kid, I always looked at the inner dominion as the pinnacle, and uh, we had, we're lucky enough to have a perfect Pegasus in it when it was at the Gold Coast. What was that back in the 2000s somewhere? And um, yeah, yeah, that was a real thrill to have him there, and yeah, to have another one come in, yeah, it's real exciting for us. Don't have well, a big stable, and you know he's, he's, he's a homegrown horse, and yeah, just to be able to mix it with these good horses is a real thrill. Yeah, extra special, no doubt about it. Given the fact that he is a homegrown horse, you were in the winners' circle yesterday at Albion Park. Eagles Pride bringing up win number one. Uh, how do you rate this horse? He looks like he can go a bit. Yeah, he's been a real surprise packet. I've really only sort of got him by default, really. Just to, I'm just helping out good mate Bob O'Connor who bred him out of one of our mares and the mother's actually a half sister to Manila Playboy and she uh, she had a lot of speed but she had a, a problem and uh, had to be retired from racing she never really got a chance but I knew she had a lot of speed and this little fella looks like he's picked up on some of it so he's got a yeah he seems to have a real ticker about him and he, I don't think he's developed anything near what he's going to get to so we'll just give him a few starts and probably try and get him back out for a spell after Christmas. Okay. Well, there was a lot of merit in that performance. That was only his third start over the middle distance trip up against older horses and to rate 57-1 and finish off the way he did. There's plenty of upside here. Yeah, he's not even fit yet, really. So I haven't, you know, I don't do too much with him at home because he, he puts in so hard all he did last week and 
and yesterday he really tries hard. So I just help him recover from the runs as best I can and get him ready for the following week if, if we want to go. Yeah, so he, he's an exciting little horse. I quite like him. He's real sparky. Yeah. And, and he's not the biggest horse going around, is he? No, he's tiny. The mother's only small. and uh, But I think he's got a big heart. So that's probably what counts. He's got a good way of going too. He's a lovely little pacer. Very efficient. I think that, you know, that goes a long way towards helping him. And as I say, he's, he's good-winded. So you never know what he can do. You know, he'll win a few more races. Yeah, no doubt. Well, he picked up that Q-bred bonus yesterday, so that's all important. So hopefully it's the first yeah. of many with Eagles pride. Hey, Shane, appreciate the time. Uh, Manila Playboy, he's going to be in the series starting uh, on Friday week. And uh, if he gets any sort of luck, I think he's going to force his way into the final. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so, Chris. Yeah, give it our best shot. Excellent. Hey, appreciate the time. No worries. Thank you. There's Shane Fraser joining us. So Manila Playboy looks like he's ready to go. That workout yesterday between races uh, with Black Sedance, the track record holder at the mile, and you can see that workout and vision, or some of that vision, by going to the uh, the club's social media pages. Uh, they were filming there yesterday and taking in some of that action of Black Sedance and Manila Playboy. So nice work there. Uh, Reckliff Harness Racing tonight. We've got a nine-race program. We kick off at 5.18. Jonah Hutchison will head to Reckliff tonight with a number of key chances, and he joins joins us now. Jonah, good morning. Thanks for having me on, Chris. Uh, you've got two runners in race three. Uh, you've got Riverina Flash, who's chasing back-to-back -back wins, and Favon Major, who's drawn two off the second row. Both are going well. Riverina Flash in particular. Are you happy with both? Uh, I am. And um, to be honest, Riverina Flash, he loves the longer trip as he, he lets down a little bit better than other horses does. So... Um, he should be looking to go back-to-back -to -back tonight. OK, is the plan to lead from the inside gate? Uh, look, he, I have tried leading with him in the past. He, he does have early gate speed, but he hasn't hit the line the best. So I think best option is to find leaders back because he, he does have a really good sprint. Okay, so you've got options there at the start. Uh, you've got Hamish the Taylor drawn two, Monterey Jack three. Are one of those likely to be, uh, you know, looking early? Yeah, I definitely think so. Like, hey, Mr. Taylor was really big last start at Sat Park and run a really nice second. So, um, obviously, whoever comes out the quickest, it, it'd be ideally who you'd want to be, be sitting behind off its run last week. All right. And for Vo Major, can he feature here? Yeah, definitely. He... Um, He's been racing really good lately. He just needs the right run. Like he, if they go a little bit quicker up front, then then that sort of suits him. He can bring him right into the race. But um, out of my two, in that race, Riverina Flash is probably the better chance. But Favo Major definitely should feature if he gets the right run. Okay, race five tonight. Highview Sadler, a new addition to your stable. He's had the two runs, placed in both of those runs as well. Can he break through tonight? I hope so. I think I think he'll be better tonight. Um, he arrived quite fat for how we like to have our horses. His, his heart rate was quite high for the way that we work. So each week he's been getting fitter and stronger. So tonight might be his night to break through with a bit more fitness under his belt. Okay. Do you want to get aggressive early and make good use of this good draw? I think so. I, I think when you're drawn three, you sort of got to try and go forward. If you go back, you can... 
you can almost end up last sometimes and you put yourself out of the race. So I think pushing forward is the best way to go with him tonight. Okay. Dipped in silver in race six, lands barrier one, last start winner. Uh, deserving winner last week. You would have been pretty chuffed that he was able to break back into the winner's circle because he'd been going some good races and then there's been a lot of times where he hasn't had any luck, but everything worked out well last week for him. Yeah, we were really happy because um, he was the first horse Paige and I bought together. We picked him out of the yearling sales and broke him in and did everything with him. And we've been real patient with him because he does have quite a solid frame and we didn't want to push him too soon as a young horse. And he's sort of starting to put it all together now and he, he does possess some gate speed. So he should be able to hold pretty handy tonight and go close again. All right. So you could lead all the way here? Definitely. He, he he has nice gate speed and he's shown that he can do it up front. He, I'm not sure how many starts to go, but he run a really nice second sitting park. So he, he is a tough enough horse to hold the front and get the job done, I think. All right. Race seven tonight, Tacker's last dance inside of the second row. Surely it's only a matter of time before he breaks through. Yeah, she, she races pretty consistently. Um, it's tricky to say whether the one will lead or not because it has led in the past, but at the same time it has taken a sit. So um, it's one of them things It depends on how far back. If you end up leaders back, she should be a really good chance. If if she ends up three fence, she might need a little bit more luck, but she does have a good sprint, so three fence isn't the end of the world for her. Okay. And in race number eight tonight, you've uh, got the drive on changing of the guard, who's first up here in Queensland. He trialled recently. You drove him in that trial. Did he give you a good feel that day? Yeah, definitely. I, I was quite impressed with him in that trial. Like, he was first up in, a, I reckon, over a year. Um, so tonight, tonight he should be too good for him. Hopefully it's just whether or not his fitness holds up. But... Off his trial last week and the class that he's in, he should be really competitive. Okay, definitely looks a winnable race, doesn't it? Yeah, he he, he did. I did really like him last week. He he travelled quite strong and they were running along. So I think they went 57 for the trial. And he didn't get beat all that far. All right. So of your runners tonight, which one are you most looking forward to? I think Riverina Flash. He he likes the 2040 and. And as I said, hey, Mr. Taylor went big last week, so if we can hold it, be on its back, that's probably the best-case scenario. But to be honest, they've all got the chance. It just depends on if they show up and bring their best foot tonight. All right, well, fingers crossed there's a winner or two for the stable. Uh, notice that Let's Blaze was down to trial earlier in the week, but uh, he was a scratching on the day, so he's obviously close. Um, There might be some unfortunate news with him. He... With the dry weather that we've been having in the past, he's just been having a lot of breathing problems. And um, he trialled really good the other day when Paige drove him, and he was set to trial again Monday, as you said. But in between then, I gave him a hobble up, and he, he wasn't breathing all that good. So unfortunately, we're starting to look at maybe retiring him because we do love the horse so much, and we don't want to push him if he's struggling to breathe. He, he's been such a good horse to us. We're... we're getting him scoped and he's having plenty of trips to the vets we're going to do all we can for him but if it's a case of it's a 50 50 we're going to do what's best for the horse okay well hopefully there is some good news there for let's blaze how many are you working at the moment 
Um, I believe we have 12 racing at the moment, but we have about 16, 17 in work because we've got, we've got quite a few yearlings, rising two-year-olds there, um, a couple that we bred and bought from the yearling sales that we're quite excited about to see how they go on and in their careers. All right, so there's a little bit of talent there at this early stage? So far, like... As I said, it's a bit early to know because they're only young and you're not pushing them that hard, but everything we've asked them to do, they've done with ease so far. So it's it's looking good. Um, there's a nice colt there that I really like. I've got a lot of time for him, so fingers crossed he can be a nice horse for us and maybe make, make us a bit happier about retiring Let's Play, if that's what happens. Yeah, too right, too right. I tell you what, Paige is driving plenty of winners at the moment. Yeah, she's driving awesome. Like, um, I think the horses, like, you, you might get a horse that sort of switched off a bit. And just having her on, she she weighs 45 kilos. So most drivers weigh about that 70, 75 kilos. Just that 30 kilos off, they, they just know there's that less weight there and they can just pick up and boost back up. And I don't know, they just go good for her. So whenever I have one that's starting to switch off, I chuck her on and then I get on at the next start and it's pulling its brains out because it didn't think <laughs> it had anyone behind it last week. 45 kilos, you'll be able to ride at uh, Dooman today. Yeah, that, well, there's probably better money in for her, but um, <laughs> she loves the trotting too much. All right, well, hopefully the winners continue. Good luck tonight with your team and we'll see you trackside. Thank you for that, Chris. There's Jonah Hutchison doing a good job with his team and he's got a number of key chances there tonight at Redcliffe. Ryan Vivas goes there and he's got an excellent chance in race four tonight. Mongolian Conqueror lands a gate and that's so important. So he's got barrier one, it's only 1780. Ryan's online with us now. Ryan, appreciate the time. Are you with us, Ryan? Hello. Yep, you've got us there now. So yeah, have you ahead, found yeah. the perfect race for him tonight? Um, I think so, finally. Yeah, finally, yes. Yeah. So he lands the draw and it's the sprint trip. So it's tailor-made, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Like last time last time he led, um, it was, you know, only around Marburg, but he he won by 30-something. So, um, you know, sort of, yeah, looks looks tailor-made to do that again. All right. He's been unplaced these last four since that Marburg victory, but you're happy with the way he's going? Yeah, yeah, he's been good. He's just... You know, been sort of missing runs, and then um, you know when he does get a start, he gets a bad draw, and he's you know he's he's not the type of horse that's going to come around him from back in the back in the field. But um, like his last few starts, he's actually sort of got home okay. You know, even against his usual racing pattern. So um, yeah, I think you know being in front tonight's going to suit him down to the ground. Okay, how do you line up this opposition? Firstly, is there anything there off the front row that can challenge early? Um, I don't think so. He's he's pretty quick. He's not like super quick that um, you know the first sort of couple strides, but um, no, I, I don't think he'll have too much trouble um, right. holding him. All right, and Mr. Hart's drawn behind you. So, is he a chance of picking you off later? You're confident that you can go all the way here. Um, I'm pretty confident he can go all the way, but I'd, you know, I'd have to say Mr. Hart's going to get every chance to, you know, he's going to be the one to beat anyway, turning for home, I think. But, um, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm pretty confident. 
All right, well, that's Mongolian and Conqueror. Then you've got to hang around all night. Last race, you've got a debutant here in this last race, Betty Beshot. Uh, safely held in both trials, but those times in those trials have been really quick. What are the expectations here? Um, uh, if we get around, if we get around doing everything right, we'll probably accomplish something. Chris, she's um, <laughs> she's a bit of a project, but um, you know, her last trial actually wasn't too bad. She improved like four seconds or something, and um, you know, like you say, they, they've just been going that hard in her trials. It's sort of hard to get a gauge on you know, what she can actually run because she's been sort of gassing trying to keep up with them. So, um, you know, like I say, if she just gets around and does everything right and improves a little bit, you know, we'll be happy with that. Okay, so she's the half-sister to Ollie One-Shot. Yep, yep. Yeah. So he's yeah, got we're... good ability, but he's got a few little quirky habits. Is this filly sort of similar? Yeah, well, um, she's... He was always a good pacer, but he just, um, you know, he was a bit wayward. Um, she sort of, she's not really wayward, but she, yeah, she doesn't really pace the best. But um, we've actually got Ollie here now as well. So, um, yeah, it could be could be fun training <laughs> the siblings together, I suppose. <laughs> that's that's one way of looking at it. Hey, on, on Saturday night, you're going to head to Albion Park with one runner, a newcomer to your stable, but he's going super, saving Major Percy, and he's got barrier one. You must be thrilled with the way he's going. Yeah, I'm really happy with him. Um, I sort of didn't expect him to be, you know, to do what he's done in such a short time. Like, when we got him, I sort of thought he was a bit of a one-pace, you know, kind of plodding sort of horse, but he, um, you know, he's... He, come off a helmet there a few times you know really well and even like when he won he didn't look like he was going to win until 100 and he just come charging so now he's um you know whatever way that trip works out on saturday whether he can hold the front or you know even if he gets crossed and ends up behind the leader i think um you know he's a pretty good chance too mm. bottom line he's going to pay his way isn't he yeah for sure yep yeah. Uh, the murray boys are already you know they're in love with him and they they know how to find a decent one so no, he's, he's done a good job already. Have they got the shirts done up for him? No, not yet. Not yet. That's okay. No doubt it's coming. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, just on, on him, uh, given that you work a lot with the young horse, you do a lot of braking, you love tinkering with these older horses, though, don't you? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's sort of, um, you know, they're kind of, they're opposite ends of the scale, but they're in ways they're kind of similar as well like you know you just got them sort of happy and healthy and you know you're just sort of looking after them they um you know if they've got any ability they'll sort of show it and um yeah it's you know it's kind of hard to explain but it's the same sort of same sort of theory with you know the young ones and the old ones yeah uh, girl from rosedale was back at the trials earlier in the week were you happy uh not really Okay. She's she a little bit ordinary, but um, we've sort of changed the work around to, you know, try and um, sort of manners out a little bit, and uh, I don't think she's liking it. So she'll be back to the trial, and we'll just go back to how we, you know, how we were training her before, and uh, see if that makes a bit of a difference. Okay. Well, we'll uh, keep the fingers crossed. Hey, Mongolian Conqueror, this is his race tonight. Race four, number one. Hopefully, he gets the job done. Appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. No worries. Thanks, Chris.
There's Ryan Vivas joining us, does a good job with his team as well. Mongolian Conqueror, race four, number one. So he's going to be strongly fancied in with Tab right now. He is the favourite. This first race tonight, as I mentioned, at 5.18. Good race, couple of inform runners here. His suite is going particularly well. A winner of uh, two of his last three. And he's going to be one of the major players in the market here uh, for this opening race. He's trained by John Mazzirio and John joins us now. John, appreciate the time. That's all right, mate. Thanks, thanks for having me. How you going? All right. Yeah, going really good. Uh, he, he's flying this horse at the moment. Well, he has. I've done the last couple of runs have been the best he's ever put in. I think for some reason, and we have changed a little, couple of little things, and it seems to be working. So, hopefully, it keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. Many had him pegged on his mark. Yeah. Okay. He was on his mark not long ago. I thought he buggered, but. But anyway, he's, he's, yeah. he's picked up a bit, so it's good. Yeah, yeah too right it is. Uh, many had him pegged as a leader as well, but he's proven in recent times he's versatile. Well, yeah, well, the last two or three runs, he's come from behind and they've been really good runs, yeah. And um, they surprised me. But he's, it's just we've lightened off his work a bit and um, had a bit of luck oh, earlier in the year. I met um, Carlo Dwyer, you know, the farrier from Melbourne, yeah. who makes the horseshoes. Yep, and he gave me he gave me a couple of hints on shoeing him, and um, then I've done me back in, and I've got Mark Vanderkamp who's been shoeing him lately, and it's, it's made a big difference. What yeah. sort of hints yeah. did he give you? Oh, he used to get down these bumpers a bit, and we'd put some um, flip flops on him from behind and a bit of other gear, you know, and uh, he's he's sort of jumped out of the ground, yeah. Mm. yeah. So he's the older half brother to Jewel Melody, isn't he? He's sweet. He is, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we bought him up here a few years ago and uh, oh, he won a good race. They called the Group 1, but there's only 12, 12 horses made the bloody race. So I don't know how they reckon it was a Group 1, but, but we'll take it, you know. Yeah, too right. <laughs> too right. That was the night Dean Sanofskis drove him, right? He did, yeah. He drove him yeah. street, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really good drive. Oh, I was a bit lucky, like this. Everything went our way that day. They run off the track and went everywhere, but we had a bit of luck, so it was, worked out pretty good. Yeah, you got to take the luck when it's uh, when it's there. So with this race tonight, drawn gate three, uh, he, he shouldn't be too far away again, should he? No, no. Look, I, I, I think he might be caught in the death. Worst luck, but hopefully something will come around because I think the two will lead. Um, but, but you know, he's won in the death before, so I, I wouldn't be too worried if he got caught in the death. You know. All right. Yeah. Hope but I'd rather not, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so if you've got the, 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 the crook back at the moment, how many are you working? Only working two. I've got him and um, the grog muller. There's only two I've got left. I'm, go I'm going home on Friday. Oh, are and, you? Um, yeah, head home Friday and I'll come back in, into January. I'll, I'll try and reload and get a few more and head back. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so are you last man anyway. standing down there at Tweed at the moment? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm the only one there. But Chris has had a bit of bad luck to give him a holiday. That sort of slowed him up a bit. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so he's, he's not sure what he's doing either. No, they mm. won't tell him. So, right. so you're heading home Friday. You won't hang around for the Inter Dominion series. No, mate. No, I'll go home and see the kids and grandkids for Christmas and get a few more horses, hopefully, and try and bring half a dozen back. In January, yeah. Right. How long's this trip lasted for you? Uh, I got here the first of January, <laughs> or second of January. <laughs> I'm still here, so it's been good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, 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 I love it up here. I, well, I've 
I'm not tossing up whether to move up or not. My kids want me to. I don't know whether I want to get rid of me or not. But that's what I'm trying to talk into. <laughs> I'll just see how we get. We'll have a bit of a yak when we go home. Yeah? yeah, sounds like it. At least you're going back to Bathurst at the right time. It's summer, so it, it's not going to be brutally cold like it can be at winter time. That's for sure. I, 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 I've been coming up here since age three, and I just can't stand the winter. I, I get too cold. And I, every bone in my body aches. I'm buggered. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, yeah. <laughs> The hotter it is, the better, mate. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully you get some uh, spending money to go home with tonight with He Sweet. Good on you, Chris. Thanks very much. Same right. Th- thanks, for thanks, John. Yeah, okay. Pleasure. So there, but yeah, you too, John. Merry Christmas to you as well. So there's Johnny Bazzirio with He Sweet going around in race one tonight. And he's a chance, there's no doubt about it. Merge right favourite, 220. He Sweet, 390 on the second line of betting. Darren Clayton is now joining us and... Uh, We'll see if he's keen on he's sweet in this first race. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. How are you today? I am keen on he's sweet. Yeah, really well. uh, Yeah, I I think he finds the right race again. His last start was really good and um, chased home behind Goldie's a delight and Goldie's delight's in good form. She's put two on the trot. I think he finds the right race again. He's sweet. So, yeah, John will be able to get a bit of petrol money for the way home. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So we go home, reload, and then come back uh, early in the new year. So uh, it's been a good stint, though. Early January, and it's, uh, what, almost December, so he'll be a stranger going back home. Yeah, he will. It's almost like he's going home to Bathurst for a holiday before he returns back here. (laughs) All right, well, let's focus on Rickliffe tonight before I pick your brains about a few other items in harness racing. But uh, your best bet tonight, where do we find that at Rickliffe? Yeah, I thought it's uh, not a bad card there. Um, I'm happy in race three to go again on Riverina Flash. He was good to us last week, and I think he finds the right setup again. Um, likes that uh, um, the 2040 distance, as Jonah outlined when you're speaking to him just before. So I think he can get the job done. Race three, horse one, Riverina Flash. All right, he's three thirty. Hey, Mister Taylor is the favourite for that race at two dollars. That's the best race three number one. What else do you like tonight? Yeah, a little bit later in the card, race seven, uh, horse number three, Talk in Control. I think she's another one that finds the right race. Two thousand and forty is going to sort a few of these out, and um, while she only has the one win at the trip, I think she'll get the right run in transit to be in a position to finish them off and I thought she was a good thing as well. Race 7, horse 3, talk in control. Alright, 2.40 with tab fixed price. Have you got a quaddy combo worked out? Yeah, so that first leg being a race number 5, uh, I've got number 8, talk rider on top. She's back in the in the main draw. She's been coming from outside the front line with that ODM embargo, so she'll just get the right trail this time. Uh, Highview Sadler, I think he'll go close. Um, he's probably the main threat. So we'll go three and eight, the opening leg. Uh, the th- second leg, race six, I've got number one, dipped in silver on top. Good win last time out. Um, has been going really well, this guy. Uh, and throw in Ghost Train, number eight, uh, he can certainly, if the pace is too hard, he can be finishing off strongly. Race seven, happy to go one out with uh, talking control. Like I said, very keen on her chances. And in the final leg, this is probably uh, the most open, so we'll play wide. I've got a way overnight on top, but with no no deal of uh, confidence there. 
does get gate two first up from a break. He did taper off quite a bit there at the end of his last campaign. If he comes back well enough, he's certainly up to winning it, but uh, just perhaps a risk there. Throw in number one, let's save the day. Gets gate one. Hasn't been going too bad, this guy. Number nine, crime boss. Sort of worked into it last time out. Just grabbed. Um, he was runner-up behind, dipped in silver. Throw in number four, Doolittle Dexter. Not much been in his favour of late either. And um, throw in number eight, changing of the guard as well. He can certainly feature. So playing that one pretty wide. One, two, four, eight, nine. All right. So the combination tonight, three and eight into one and eight. Three only, and then one, two, four, eight, nine. So what's that? Twenty dollars for a hundred percent of the dividend. Yeah, that should go pretty close. And it's just a race there tonight, Chris. I'm not sure whether you know much about it, but fast track twelve hundred and seven metre race. We know we have the uh, the hot though the trot rods at Redcliffe. This one over twelve hundred. So they'll be starting six off the front, two off the back, in a one lap ball one and a little bit laps from the 2040 start point. So that'll be an interesting race. Yeah, no, to be honest, I noticed that the other day, but I wasn't sure if it's like a, a national thing that uh, a few states are going to get involved here with uh, um, a 1,200-metre race, but uh, yeah, it's news to me there. So it's the 2040 start point for that race. Yeah, so 2040 start point. So if you draw more on that, you're effectively... You know, it's mm. a big ask when it's normally that, and then factor in your only one lap. So um, I think punters might need to be aware of that one. But yeah, likewise, I've only realised the distance of it, and that race was on when I was doing the fall. Yep, okay. Well, that's race two tonight, nice and early as well at 5.47. So we'll watch with interest there and try and track down some more information. ID 23, Darren, uh, we're just over a week away. First round of heats Friday week. Uh, there's uncertainty regarding Swayze. The market's currently suspended with Tab. Um, are you hearing anything? Have you got a gut feel? Do you think he'll be here or won't be here, Swayze? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know, Chris. I haven't heard... I've, I've certainly heard the same sort of um, thing that seems to be the old racetrack rumour that he won't be here, but, um, you know, I think it's folly to to sort of follow rumours too much, but we'll wait and see. He was in the... They've paid up, obviously, with the um, next round of acceptances, which were due on Monday. The late... The fifth and final rankings have been released uh, about 20 minutes ago, so they are out. So he's still in those rankings at number two. Um, Mac Dan, who was in there, has come out. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. Don't know whether he will turn up. I, I guess... If he, there is um, the New South Wales series with their country cups, where there's quite a big bonus on offer, and the young, uh, the young cup is next week. Jason Grimson from down that way. So, um, is he perhaps looking at a changing direction and heading to that, where he wouldn't have to have the three runs in a week, and um, you know, you win three of their country cups, you're then eligible, I think, for the two hundred thousand dollar bonus. So. Um, perhaps that's the that's the way he might be heading. I don't know. Um, so it's interesting the the full ranking. So 24 for the Trotters. Mm. Um, two heats there. So as it stands, Gus is the 24th ranked. So he is in. My ultimate Eddie at 25 is the cutoff for. So he will be relying on a couple of others ahead of him. 
to not uh, accept when the heats are released on Monday. Uh, as far as the paces are concerned, 36 is the cutoff there. Currently, Little Bliss for Troy Williams is at 36, and Blake Fitzpatrick has wow, he's a rock star at 37. But again, um, that that could quite uh, be a bit of change in that because if Send It uh, Send It's a scratching this week, if he's on the plane to North America, well then I guess he would be out of the series. Um, not sure where they were up to with that movement. The other one we're hearing is hi, my name is Jeff. I read an article. Uh, by Adam Hamilton. He's putting plenty of inter-Dominion news out and he wrote a, a piece that, hi, my name is Jeff, can't handle a 1,000 metre track and will only race at Menangle. So uh, if that's the case, you could take him out. He's at number 10. So um, that would move a, a couple of spots up there for some of those as well. So um, I guess we still have to wait while those final rankings are released. Those down the list have to rely on horses not actually nominating for the heats on mm. Monday. Uh, I'll tell you what, there's a few question mark horses there. So, better zip it. Uh, he trialled earlier today at Menangle, won his trial 52-4. So, are we assuming that he's coming up fresh for that first round of heats next week? Can't find a better man. He's been at the trials, but he hasn't raced. So, question mark there. Speak the truth was set to trial on Monday, was scratched. So, He's obviously still in the series, like these other two horses are. So there's a few queries on a few of these others as well, whether or not they're going to be amongst the uh, the, the noms on, on Monday morning or acceptances there on Monday. Yeah, certainly, and even a bit further down, like Tommy Lincoln. We haven't seen him at the races for quite mm. some time. I know he's coming back from an injury. Um, he has trolled a couple of times, but again, it's a, it's a big ask. Uh, Cosimo for Julie Douglas, whether they make the trip. Um, they don't seem to have another horse in there, so um, you know there's there's plenty of uh, water to go under the bridge, and um, yeah, be interesting to see how it all comes together. Mm. Yeah, no doubt about that. So uh, those rankings are out, the final rankings are out. So we'll uh, see how many actually pay up uh, when the uh, the fields are being drawn up next Monday. So the first round of heats next Friday night. And uh, that's going to be over the mile. So there'll be four pacing heats and two trotting heats. Are you surprised or did you expect that the, the trotters had just run the 24-horse series? Well, I think the hand was forced, Chris, when you look at the fact um, after all the scratchings come out, there's only 35 remaining. So mm. um, I think their hand was forced there to only go with the 24. Otherwise, um, you know, a couple of more come out. They're effectively in a in a position where they're not three full heats. Mm, yeah, good point, good point. So a lot to uh, to digest between now and Monday anyway. So the uh, the series kicks off Friday week. Hey, we'll talk more about this on Friday. Appreciate the time this morning, Darren. Good luck tonight. Yeah, thanks, Chris.